thank you for uh, joining our pahtaribu uh, uh, podcast today uh, you know without further delay i would like to begin with our uh, uh, f- you know first question uh, you know uh, have you witnessed people being discriminated on the basis of their religion uh, in rajasthan in one word i would say yes mm-hmm. uh, can you explain uh, uh, any personal experience or any witness accounts where you have personally seen that uh, such acts being committed okay so uh, i would say it, the discrimination is not only on the basis of religion what i have observed over there it mm-hmm. was also on the basis of caste also mm-hmm. so i would be first uh, throwing some light with regards to the discrimination what i have seen uh, on the basis of religion mm-hmm. so uh, as you know that rajasthan is a state which is located in the northwestern part of india mm-hmm. and sharing its border with pakistan mm-hmm. so that is one of the key reason uh, the population of uh, minorities or you can say uh, to be specific muslims is pretty low over there because many of the people yeah, have either migrated to pakistan or uh, they had been uh, relocated to some other states uh, so mm-hmm. yeah so what, what what percentage are we talking about roughly i guess it, uh, the muslim population over there uh, would be somewhere around uh, 8 to 10% mm-hmm. mhm okay or maybe uh, around 6 mm-hmm. to 8% mhm so yes uh, and mm-hmm. okay so how how are the religious minorities treated you know you know some examples that you have witnessed yeah so religious minorities are being treated as a second grade citizens in their own motherland and uh, since it has been seen and observed like from the day one when we took uh, the birth uh, over here and uh, uh, i'm coming from a muslim background so i'm able to tell you this thing and uh, we are okay with that type of stereotype because it has been already been there it's not like since uh, 2014 it has started it was there from uh, past 35 years what i can say and yes uh, it has been increasing on day to day basis and uh, i would be telling you that uh, i personally feel that it will be going at the verge or at the point when it will get exploded so mm-hmm. yeah i'll just try to give you some uh, examples for the questions which you have asked me earlier that what exactly is the racial discrimination or the biasness you have seen so to be honest i i have studied over there so i have seen uh, like uh, when i have joined a uh, college uh, for graduation i used to still live in a hostel so there used to be a ragging culture over there i don't know uh, in other uh, states uh, it whether Ra- ragging is common across educational institutions yes yeah. mm-hmm. so we were being caught and uh, we were being told that you have to uh, have a plain white shirt plated pants your hairs should have very small hairs or maybe shaved but small hairs uh, seniors were okay with it so sometimes uh, i have observed that they uh, uh, were talking typical uh, or throwing typical questions specifically on the guys who are coming from the minority or the candidates who have joined the college also from um, up and bihar to be honest they that is again a stereotype in mm-hmm. the north within the north पाकिस्तान के लोग आ गए यहाँ पे यार पढ़ाई वढ़ाई करने in the cricket match to pakistan you eat a lot of mutton and something like that because just for your understanding to let you know uh, the overall population of vegetarians is pretty high in rajasthan mm-hmm. and uh, 
also in Gujarat. Mm-hmm. If you compare the, the data mm-hmm. uh, or uh, if you have the data with you, you can compare uh, mm-hmm. the population of veggies in North, especially in North is pretty high compared to South. Mm-hmm. So that is one, uh, again, a big stereotype which has been considered over there. And mm-hmm. if you are in non-vegetarian coming from a minority background, so you would be already been asked mm-hmm. that, uh, okay, so you are from that background, you won't get anything on the rent. If you are go out of the hostel, if you are looking for some places where you wanted mm-hmm. to have a room for a rent, the, mm-hmm. as, as I told you, you are there to study. Mm-hmm. They would straight away say, sorry, boss, uh, this room is only available for the veggies, not mm-hmm. from the people who's coming from your community. They simply throw this sentence in front of your word and close the door. So we were also okay with that. So that is the reason we always target those places where we can find some good uh, opportunity for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and uh, to be honest, Muslim areas are comparatively cheaper than uh, mm-hmm. the non-Muslim area. And uh, we get... Mm-hmm. Uh, ease uh, mm-hmm. of uh, hunting the food especially mm-hmm. the non-veg food in that area though that mm-hmm. is not that cleansing, uh, mm-hmm. clean compared to the mm-hmm. non-muslim area but yeah we are fine with it if we are paying low and getting good food how does it matter to a student right yeah yeah so agree many, many of my friends who uh, are being secular also used to come at our place. Uh, it's not mm-hmm. like that he, it, it's a Mia Bai, so he would be a proper person with a beard and with a uh, cap, skull cap mm-hmm. and roaming around. There are many guys who, who actually showcase that they are uh, mm-hmm. okay. well, who is yep. having a similar background. Other examples of how religious minorities get a biased treatment yeah so number one i have already told you uh, they won't be able to get a good flat or uh, room on rent that mm-hmm. is number one it is common so we even don't feel bad for that thing because as i told you it has been given to us from the day one when we got uh, uh, ourselves on this land so yeah so, that is number one. so they, they'll directly tell you oh you are muslim we don't give our house for rent to muslims yes they would say they, uh, they would say uh-huh. we won't give the uh, flats to guys who are eating or cooking normally mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they put but, it very uh, diplomatically honest, yeah so mm-hmm. it's not only in rajasthan if you, even though if you are in um, going down to gujarat or to mumbai mm-hmm. uh, Guys like me always mm-hmm. try to hunt a flat who is, whose owner is actually a South Indian or a Bengali. So mm-hmm. it's easy for us to get his flat on rent because uh, uh, guys from, uh, as I told you, from UP, Gujarat, they doesn't prefer like to give uh, mm-hmm. or uh, rent their flat uh, to, to a guy who is coming from a Muslim background. Even I have mm-hmm. observed some of the Muslims doesn't want to give their flats to Muslims, maybe you know, because they are insecure with us. Mm-hmm. I don't know uh, because uh, mm-hmm. a lot of propaganda is being mm-hmm. going on in the market as you can see right now. So mm-hmm. people are afraid to give mm-hmm. us... Uh, what, what other bias have you observed growing up in Rajasthan? Yeah. Second is even though I, I have personally observed that not in Rajasthan but yes in MP because I have did my schooling in uh, MP. So mm-hmm. when uh, we were being taught history so one of the ma'am seriously told that I won't uh, tell you much about the benefits of the Mughals because uh, there was something which was written around uh, about Aranzim and uh, she told uh, uh, I can't say good words for uh, the Muslims. So I was like uh, I was like around 14 to 15 years and I was thinking she being a teacher is telling this type of things to us. Mm-hmm. It's like hell. But mm-hmm. though I wasn't that mature, I was in my teenage, so mm-hmm. I was going with, going with the flow. But still, till date, I sometimes I feel I should get the contact of that teacher. I should talk to her and mm-hmm. tell her that why exactly you were telling that type of words to us. Being mm-hmm. a teacher, you have to have a neutral background, mm-hmm. but you are showcasing mm-hmm. a favoritism to, uh, to something which is not good which mm-hmm. is not good for the education system, not good for the people of this mm-hmm. country. Mm-hmm. So even today itself, I've seen many of the teachers uh, writing anything on the Facebook, which I personally feel uh, is not impacting us directly. 
but when we get to know that this teacher who taught me is having this type of feelings for us it's insane mm-hmm. to be honest okay okay yeah. it's difficult uh, to digest okay so in school and college uh, you have been sidelined on the basis of uh, the faith that you choose to follow uh, uh, a- a- any other uh, uh, such bias that you have observed in rajasthan or madhya pradesh wherever you grew up but when you are going and asking some uh, uh, of your female classmate to give you a favor uh, to teach you something she she would be afraid of uh, of you because she is having a mentality ki he is like coming from a different background oh he is muslim he might do something bad yeah, to me so I- now uh, have you ever uh, uh, heard of or uh, do you know of uh, a uh, muslim families being ostracized from villages uh, on the basis of their religion yo this is a typical thing which is making a news especially in up to be honest we don't see that much of instances in rajasthan mm-hmm. but yes uh, i have seen some instances happening near to the place where uh, my hometown is uh, that some of the goons uh, wearing the saffron uh, clothes mm-hmm. around the neck and coming and telling you won't be building a mosque over here it's a rule though the government is not coming and telling us anything about that but these mm-hmm. goons don't want that building to be developed and converted into a mosque so that people can pray so this is the type of agenda they are trying to mm-hmm. uh, include and that uh, this happened in rajasthan it has started in rajasthan not happening okay. over in okay okay yeah so mm-hmm. they are trying to implement the politics what uh, we have been observing uh, mm-hmm. for uh, the past like few in decades in bihar uh, jharkhand especially in that belt mm-hmm. but uh, uh, yeah this see, i have personally seen that this type of things are being uh, prevailing around and uh, they it's nothing like that they the, most of the people doesn't have that type of grudges for us to be honest but yes uh, these goons have wanted to make their name in the market as you mm-hmm. know that if you it's difficult to make a name uh, while doing positive things or uh, good things for the society but it just takes a second to mm-hmm. make the headlines for the next day's newspaper right mm-hmm. so that that is what they uh, these goons wanted to be uh, uh doing over there uh, just to come in the limelight of mm-hmm. uh, the saffron parties which are active in the market right now so mm-hmm. that's what i can say so yeah mm-hmm. okay now uh, uh, a- any other uh, type of bias such as uh, muslims not being allowed inside establishments or shopkeepers refusing to sell to muslims any, no, any? i don't think uh, that is being there because to be honest marwadi mm, there is a saying for marwadi jahan na pahunche belgadi wahan pahunche marwadi for business mm-hmm. so for business to he would be allowing even a person all the way from china or from africa but if they have the indian rupees with them to be honest okay. so okay. that okay. is not there as long as it's a paying customer they don't care obviously because so uh, okay. money is the mm-hmm. god for them and you you, you, yeah. you mentioned marwadi so you know that takes us to the next question Uh, you know okay. uh, similar to this have you witnessed people being discriminated on the basis of caste in rajasthan okay again it's a very good question uh, but yes i would like to add one more point uh, for your previous question uh, there are many communities who used to visit us at at the time of eid and all but uh, most of the males uh, can eat and drink from our plates mm-hmm. but the ladies doesn't touch our uh, food and uh, not even they drink water because they are telling that you guys are eating normally so that is a type of stereotype uh, i guess mm-hmm. it's not only for muslims but yeah you can say majorly from muslims but uh, maybe the if some south indian would be coming and staying over there uh, they would be behaving in a similar fashion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah okay now uh, have you witnessed people being discriminated on the basis of caste a lot i oh, guess okay. that is more Please. compared to religion please give us examples of what you have witnessed yeah so like uh, the slangs what we use over there in rajasthan is actually starting from the name of the lower communities ki like chamar hai kya bangi hai kya mm-hmm. so you can see the type of stereotypes where this um, uh, high society people has mm-hmm. made for these uh, icst or the obc cause so mm-hmm. what best answer i can give you for the question what you have asked to me okay so who who are these stakeholders Uh, who would uh, use such phrases 
Yeah, who are the supporters of the Saffron Party? Okay, is is they are the elites, the blue blood bloods. They are the Aryans. Actually. Okay, okay. Who is coming what, all the way from Europe? What type of caste pride do they carry? Like, what do they call themselves? Yeah, as I told you, that they are the son of the Aryas. They are Aryans, and they are the elites. Do do they use the word Aryans? Yes, they do. Sometimes, uh, in most of their. Uh, uh, what do you say uh, in any of the organizational function or mm-hmm. uh, ek used to use this type of word hum arya samaj se hain we are from aryan background mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yeah. now you, you said you know they, they they would use phrases like chamar hai kya bhangi hai kya whoever uses mm-hmm. that uh, you know caste name as a slur uh, you know typically what caste do they belong to they are from the elite groups like the what you can say is the general category uh, what we have been would rajput uh, fit that role it's not only rajput it's the baniyas it's the kshatriyas it's the mm-hmm. brahmans every single person ha- have their own um, eliteness i can tell you that thing okay rajput and kshatriya are they synonymous there yes are... yes okay yes. okay now brahmans and these rajput or kshatriya uh uh of the total population what percent these uh, people comprise of i guess uh, the general category like uh, brahmans and baniya including the marwadis in that and uh, rajputs and all they are around 40% in rajasthan or maybe 45% but i am giving it at a lower pay uh-huh. so yeah 40% uh w- would that be a equal split across uh, you know brahman baniya marwari and rajput i think so i think okay. so yes so it's 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 about 10 to 12% each yes mm-hmm. maybe around 15% mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay and uh, uh, you know what kind of discrimination like uh, you know whichever caste they tend to ostracize or they tend to look down upon uh, you know how are, how are those people discriminated uh, you know like uh, are they not being allowed into establishments are they not allowed to fetch water from wells are they not allowed you know can you explain that at so least these, one example in clear detail yeah so these examples what you have given is i guess it's a pretty old school examples to be mm-hmm. honest nowadays everybody is looking forward to a jobs right mm-hmm. so even they are not been given the jobs what they are actually deserving over there so this is the level of discrimination you'll personally see if you'll go there and if you say that okay uh in even in the hotel room we'll feel be saying uh, what is your caste so if you say something i'm coming from a lower grade so you would be getting a different type of hospitality from the hotel okay so there. you go to a restaurant and uh, the server would ask you what your caste is no it's not like that uh, as i told you that uh, most of the marwaris are business oriented mm-hmm. so how does it matter to them but yes if you are coming to have a job in their uh, businesses uh-huh. then definitely you will face a lot of discrimination over there okay so they only employ people from their own caste yes yes, yes. because they feel okay. that uh, mm-hmm. the casteism has to be there mm-hmm. because it is being there from centuries and mm-hmm. uh, the thought process of the people would never change even though they get mm-hmm. education they mm-hmm. would remain what they are mm-hmm. were and what their parents were so these whatever are the marginalized castes which who get discriminated what kind of problems do they face first of all in the education system uh, they don't have money because they are even though we have uh, the uh, quotas scst quotas over there uh, they aren't able to uh, utilize that, that quota mm-hmm. and uh, uh, coming up in the society you would always observe the lower caste guys working a low grade or low pay salary job which nobody wanted to do mm-hmm. still it's there mm-hmm. so you will get to know the guys who are having money are from the are the elites and the guys who are actually from background backward or like uh, from uh, scst uh, mm-hmm. are still uh, enjoying the lowest position in the society mm-hmm. but uh, uh, otherwise you haven't heard of any other format of uh, discrimination where uh, people from a certain caste cannot ride yeah, on so a horse see, I, i'll give you a very good example on this yeah, if you are looking forward uh, news uh, from hindi news channel which we generally see as a goni media or even uh, 
channels like NDTV, you won't see much news coming from Rajasthan because Rajasthan people, as I told you, are pretty diplomats and they don't want to get into fight and all. But yes, they need, they know how to sideline the people and move forward. So mm-hmm. that is what the Marwadis are doing. To be honest, they are mm-hmm. everywhere in India. Be it in Chennai, Bangalore or any mm-hmm. part, they know how to come over here, how to make the business and how to sideline the other communities mm-hmm. from there. So that is what is being there. Uh, they don't go with a direct fight with you. Mm-hmm. But yes, they'll try their level best to put the sanctions what US is currently doing with Russia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you you took us to the next question. So these caste and religion-based discriminations that we have been discussing so far, is this a common affair in Rajasthan? Uh, how do people respond to these uh, you know, when they see someone being discriminated? People are not responding to this because as I told you, they were being uh, given an injection of the stereotype uh, when they were kid itself. Mm-hmm. So the, the programming is done so good. So they doesn't feel that they are getting exploited, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like for me, if you'll be asking me being a minority person that whether uh, I'm getting exploited or discriminated, I would say no, because uh, it, it's okay with me because we mm-hmm. have been taken a birth in that type of culture, right? So yeah, we are okay with it. Mm-hmm. So people have got used to this situation and yes. they, they do not have the awareness to even know that uh, they are being denied their rights as promised by the constitution. Same person agree. Uh, and uh, no one from the government departments or the elected representatives, no one cares about this. How does it matter to them, right? As far as you are getting the vote and you are winning the elections. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, uh, do people have any other option of safeguarding themselves from caste and religious based discrimination in Rajasthan? Education is the answer. It's a universal answer, not only getting put it uh, in the state of Rajasthan, Interesting. but it's a universal answer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. And I, and I absolutely agree. Now that takes yeah. us to the uh, next question. Uh, how are schools in Rajasthan? What are the educational opportunities available in the cities versus villages in Rajasthan? Okay. So let's not compare between city and village. We'll, let's compare Rajasthan with other states of India. There is no IIT and no IAM like what we have been observing or no big universities or colleges what you can actually mention over there. So this itself says that we are not standing anywhere in front of other states. To be honest, if you compare this with UP, UP has IIT BHU, UP has IIT Kanpur, right? UP has IAM Lucknow. We don't have anything, something like that, right? Even though uh, if you go in the British era, they used to have Allahabad University, which is one of the very, very good university. And uh, there are some colleges which were affiliated to Allahabad University prior to the University of Rajasthan came into the picture. University of Rajasthan is, in, uh, is located in Jaipur. It got established in 1987. So this would help you to understand the dynamics of okay. education system in yeah. India. Mm-hmm. Sorry, in Rajasthan. So- so uh, can you also delve a bit into comparing, uh, you know, I'm talking about schools, university has agreed with what you said. What is the state of primary schools? You know, let, let's compare okay. Jaipur and villages in Rajasthan. How, okay. how, how, how big is the difference? Prior answering to this question, I would answer your question that uh, if you have noticed that uh, CBC has, has different uh, boards uh, located in different parts of India, like you have Chennai board, which is uh, including the Chennai circle, including all the South Indian region. Mm-hmm. Then we have the Rajasthan circle. So mm-hmm. then we have the UP circle over there. Then we mm-hmm. have Delhi board. Then we mm-hmm. have foreign CBC board. Mm-hmm. So if you talk about, then I, I would like to answer your question now. So if you would like to uh, see the, the type of uh, education, what we are getting over there. So uh, you would be amazed to know that the percentage or the passing rate of Rajasthan area is higher than Chennai, which used to be number one at some time. But mm-hmm. now from the Chennai circle, Rajasthan number is on highest scale. Mm-hmm. Maybe because of the Marwadis that, that mm-hmm. brain what they are bringing on the table and mm-hmm. they had started studying. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yes, these uh, guys who are able to get an admission in CBSC are coming again from its elite background, right? And this school has in tier one cities, tier two, three cities, and still now I can see in tier three cities as well. But talking about the go uh, small villages. towns or the villages, to be honest, situation is 
below the crisis level mm-hmm. it is a red alarmic situation over there as i told you those mm-hmm. guys who are been not even aware that why they are over here and what is their aim in life and how they can contribute to the society those type of people actually live in in villages mm-hmm. so 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 would i be correct if i assume villages in rajasthan have very fewer schools compared to the cities you know like jaipur and other tier 2 towns yeah so i would like to uh, add uh, in your sentence very less private schools or the cbse schools or the na- the mm-hmm. those type of schools mm-hmm. from which the yeah see uh, i i i don't i i i, I, I i totally agree with you uh, the best yeah. in class education is definitely part of the argument there i am not denying that but uh, you know private school is private school that is a free market everyone with the sufficient investment for a private school can start that school it is it is out of that particular management's free will okay so yeah. uh, presence of a private school uh, is never a right uh, uh, you know as per the constitution presence of government schools in villages you know if, if let's say there's a village of say about 10000 or 20000 people uh, you know uh, how many schools would you expect in that village in rajasthan i would expect at least one school over there but uh, again i'll give you the type of uh, people uh, as i told you number one is marwadi they are everywhere doing the business then the other communities are there who actually wanted to go in defense uh, because less education more money you will be getting in defense and the mm-hmm. second if they actually did their schooling or become a graduate from a tier 3 city or something their aim is to become teacher not to enlighten the society or the uh, children just to make money government mm-hmm. teachers are like what do you say it's a revenue generating tool yeah mm-hmm. टीचर फॉर्मैलिटी yeah okay now do you think this uh, uh, you know uh, but compared to the city the you know people or the children in villages of rajasthan do do you think they have equal opportunity to education compared to those living in the cities or even the towns in rajasthan my wife is telling no because to be honest i have been not that much uh, mm-hmm. enlightened about the tier 3 mm-hmm. cities or small villages mm-hmm. i would like my wife to answer your question over here hindi mein bol do koi baat ji namaskar boliye namaskar main kehna cha rahi thi ki yahan jaise jaise gaon mein jate hai na gaon mein education ka star bilkul matlab na ke barabar hai क्योंकि वहां पे सिर्फ टीचर्स आते हैं वो बैठते हैं वो खाना खाके जो कहते हैं ना आंगनवाड़ी जो कहते हैं सोसाइटी मतलब वो खाना खाते हैं और चले जाते हैं मतलब बहुत रेयर पढ़ाई होती है और बच्चों को भी कुछ नहीं है बच्चे भी आते हैं थोड़ी देर बैठते हैं ना तो क्लीनिंग क्लीनिंग है कुछ भी नहीं है मतलब वहां पे ना ही बच्चों को कोई सुविधा दी जा रही है वहां पे तो बच्चे आते हैं और चले जाते हैं मतलब पढ़ाई का स्तर बहुत कम है वहां पे तो वो बच्चे जो वैसे स्कूल को में जाते हैं तो उस स्कूल के बाद और कोई बड़े स्कूल में कभी भर्ती हो ही नहीं पाते सब नहीं, भी नहीं। तो चौथी पांचवी कक्षा से ही वो सिर्फ खेती ही करते हैं फिर गाय भैंस जो कैटल्स वही पालना वही सब करते हैं वो लोग क्योंकि और कुछ है ही नहीं उन्हें पता है आगे कोई उनको सपोर्ट नहीं है क्योंकि पैसे भी नहीं है एजुकेशन भी नहीं है कहाँ जाएंगे कोई रिश्तेदार भी नहीं रिलेटिव भी नहीं कि बाहर अच्छी सिटीज में चले जाए पढ़ने के लिए मतलब कुछ भी नहीं है अगर देखा जाए तो कायदे से जी धन्यवाद ये बोलने के लिए थैंक यू थैंक यू सो थैंक्स थैंक्स फॉर दो कमिंग बैक टू द डिस्कशन 
do you think this uh, uh, you know disparity in access to education in rajasthan uh, you know uh, is a consequence of uh, uh, you know uh, the ca- bias uh, based on caste and religion does I that have a bearing so. no no it it's not like that it's actually the society doesn't want to uh, or i won't i i was sorry i'm sorry i was taking the name of the society it's the politicians who doesn't have a vision like what we have seen especially in south mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that uh, education is something which can change your life and mm-hmm, even to mm-hmm. be honest i don't see the politicians to, uh, themselves uh, are being that educated and mm-hmm. uh, they don't want to pass his education to the guy guys otherwise they would be asking for the rights right mm-hmm. so it's it's the difference between the politicians what we have over here compared to uh, the south indian uh, states so yeah mm-hmm. that is i would okay. suggest is the answer yeah in that case my 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 follow up question is if i assume that uh, uh, you know uh, uh, the the political class uh, uh, or the ruling class Uh, they want the population to stay away, you know remain uneducated uh, would, would i be wrong with such an assumption do they want people to stay out of schools yes okay. as i told you if you will be providing them the education you are making them aware, aware of their rights and they don't want to do that thing because again if that is the that will happen then elites will not be considered as an elites in the coming years right ah okay so the very fact that someone is educated that is associated with their caste identity is that the case yes most okay. of the politicians coming from an uh, elite background they don't mm-hmm. want to give the education to uh, most of the guys including their community because they are already having that uh, philosophy of blue blood right we are coming we are the aryans so they wanted to continue the legacy and how does it matter if you are educated or not even though if you are getting the a- so called is that in the market mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh okay so you are saying those with that caste pride a lot of them are also uneducated they don't care simply yes. because they, they care more about their caste pride than actual education obviously it is there i i'll give you a very good example even mm-hmm. though if you'll be going to a barber shop you are not educated and you will be telling that okay i need to uh, uh, get my hair dressed so you will be given the priority out of the four guys who are already sitting over there how would the shopkeeper know what caste you belong to because uh, the shopkeeper is local the uh, the candidate is also local and the type of uh, earrings they wear uh, in in uh, okay okay they have visible markers which will yes, uh, you know explain and, what uh, caste they belong to yes so those type of typical uh, earrings is, is been uh, worn by okay the so so the barber is also coming from the same caste and is that why they are preferring barbers to... never coming uh, doesn't come from uh, the caste it's the same samaj over there sen not the bengali one it's mm-hmm. a local community over there mm-hmm. which are been uh, coming from a scheduled caste and they are been known as nai nai means a uh, hairdresser okay so they know that this is a banna who is coming banna is been typical word used for majorly for the kshatriyas or the rajputs mm-hmm. over there ki banna ho baitho aapka pehle kar dete hain baki ke to kar dunga main baad mein so that type of is that if you are getting what the other what the other customers start shouting they get angry no angry is there they know that this is going to happen we we have the right to remain silent and they are enjoying their right over there they will just remain silent because if yeah. i assume such a situation here if i walk into a barber shop and the barber says uh, uh, arun you come and sit i will do you know i will do your hair dressing first the others would uh, catch the throat of the barber and uh, if i am going to insist that happens then they would catch my throat also <laughs> so such a behavior will not be tolerated here how are people tolerating that uh, in such circumstances because the I, other customers I, should be waiting they they are also waiting to get their hair cut yeah they are waiting but uh, they also have to live in that society and okay. uh, so if they do they something been, they, they are afraid they, they they might face some risk from from this person actually it's not they are afraid they are programmed in such a manner that uh, okay. they have the right to remain silent so they are happy with that so there probably was a history where violence was used to keep them quiet maybe i don't mm-hmm. know much about mm-hmm. that in the history because mm-hmm. a lot of history has already been washed away because of that mm-hmm. india pakistan crisis and mm-hmm. uh, 
uh, we already have a limited population in Rajasthan compared to other parts of, mm-hmm. of the country. And we don't have seen great scholars like what we have seen in Bengal or in South, right? Mm-hmm. So who would be writing the history over there? Mm-hmm. Nobody. It is the elites who would be managing everything like from mm-hmm. centuries. Mm-hmm. Even though I'll give you a very good example. They had made the Akbar to marry their daughter, right? But Raiga Rajputana. Though they are ready to pay the tax, but state is ours. So mm-hmm. who would be writing the history over there, right? Mm-hmm. Now, so, yeah. you're saying, you know, uh, using caste identity, people are given priority in barbershop. That means they use caste identities as, a, you know, as a key ingredient in their lifestyle, you know, so, yeah, the, so, that the, next, the, so the next question is how important is caste in Rajasthan to what extent do people in Rajasthan use caste in their daily lives? If you would ask me to rate from zero to 10, I would rate it at 10. Okay. So everything has caste, a caste basis decision. The only thing there. Over there. Yes. Okay. Okay, so uh, so that that means if they are not sure what caste a person belongs, they would openly ask them, "What what caste do you belong to?" Hundred percent, hundred percent. They'll ask that, "What is your name?" Mm-hmm. And uh, if they came to know your name, then they'll decide whether they wanted to communicate further with you or not. Ah, okay. So so they, so the names associated with the caste identity. So by the name, yes. what what if people resort uh, uh, to keep very fancy names which do not uh, divulge caste identity, or go one step further and start using names that the upper castes uh, are using? But is that is that allowed? But the surname would remain the same. You will be cached from a surname. Okay, so uh, the, uh, you know, okay, the practice of surname where, where uh, caste identities are still being used, that practice is still there in Rajasthan. It's it's not only in uh, non-Muslims. Even though in Muslims, they would be asking whether you are Ansar, you are Pathan, you are Sayyid, you are Pasha. So casteism is uh, there in even in Muslims. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as I told you, that is the reason I have rated at a scale of ten, mm-hmm. and uh, I have given it ten. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. caste is everything over there. Mm-hmm. Even though how much money you have, you are mm-hmm. coming from Europe and uh, mm-hmm. looking forward to get married over there. Then also mm-hmm. they'll ask your caste first. Mm-hmm. Then they'll decide that mm-hmm. mm-hmm. is something which is very important. Uh, uh, now uh, my, my next question: These are some you know uh, uh, you know what would be some worst case. Uh, you know, uh, caste uh, or religion-based practices which are still being followed in Rajasthan? Uh, the very good example I would like to quote over here, if you had ever seen Colors TV, Hindi, mm-hmm. Balika Badi was a serial. Child marriage is still active over there. Ah, interesting that you mentioned that. I was about to ask that as the next question. So this, yeah. you know, from South, what we know of is, uh, some years back, uh, during one of the election campaigns, a particular politician's uh, election campaign speech went viral, and we saw that in even in news here. Uh, and in that, uh, that, uh, and it's a woman who's speaking, and she is saying, "If we come to power, uh, you can conduct child marriages, and we will ensure no police case is filed against you." And uh, child marriages. Still active over there. I okay. personally myself has attended one child marriage. Even the police knows, the politicians knows, but uh-huh. they with the power of money, you can do everything. Okay. It's only for the guys who doesn't have money in their pocket faces the uh-huh. rules and regulations over there. Now, who are the ones who indulge uh, or who support such child marriages? Entire society, I would say, no, it's everyone. not the Muslims or non-Muslims. Every mm-hmm. single society, every single caste is doing in Rajasthan. In Rajasthan, yes, it's uh, a culture over there. Any any reason that they have or that they use to substantiate uh, such an act? Because uh, reason, I would. Say, is there any reason for that? Asa kyu karte hain? Because they think that it's good if it's. You get married. Okay, yes. So uh, my wife is telling that uh, as as I told you, we don't have that robust education system of we don't go for that fancy degrees like what we mm-hmm. generally have in the market right now. Mm-hmm. So that is the reason they are telling that if you have a girl, you will be able to get a girl. You will be able to get a girl. You will be able to get a girl. 
और बहू आ जाएगी तो काम करेगी तो मेड की जरूरत नहीं पड़ेगी ठीक है ओके ओके सो सो गेटिंग किड्स मैरिड वुड एड अंस ऑफ रेस्पॉन्सिबिलिटी टू द बॉय एंड इट ब्रिंग बेसिकली मेड टू द होम Yes, so not made. It's it's a culture over there ki wo bahu to ke liye it would be easy to share in, uh, their farmer type of work with with the lady, and it would be easy for them for the kid to, uh, to have that sense of responsibility. Now you are married, you have to earn. Uh, so education, as I told you, is not a focus over there. So it's uh-huh. good for the parents to provide a sense of responsibility in the age of sixteen, seventeen to. uh boy so that he can actually earn and uh, okay so 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 boys are getting married at the age of 16 17 am i right maybe in 12 or 13 maybe in 2 or 3 at two, the age of 2 or 3 they, they are literally yeah. babies yes yes sometimes uh, it happens ki grandfather used to tell ki mere ko mere pote ka shaadi dekhna hai to main duniya se nikal jaunga to uske liye shaadi kar dete hain bhai yahan pe okay so they go all the way up to that level of sentiment कभी किसी ने पूछा है कि भाई बच्ची है इस उम्र में थोड़ी शादी कराओगे नहीं तो वो बच्ची क्या वो फिर मैं निकल जाऊंगा तो फिर मेरा टिकट निकल जाएगा तो निकलना है तो निकल निकल लो ना बच्ची है बच्ची को जीने दो पढ़ने दो औरत जब औरत बनेगी तब शादी करा दो people in metros have clubs bars and everything but in what type of things or a get together would be there if there is no marriages being going on over there right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that is a kind of a get together for the people not only for the old guys for all the guys over there and that is how they used to do because mm-hmm. to as i told you the money is a big problem over there ki koi jaake foreign trip to le nahi sakta hai right koi bar ya club mein ja nahi sakta hai to tum ek socially tum gathering kaise hoga shaadi karo bhai aur maza lo party ka aur kya party ke liye log shaadi karate hain शादी कराते हैं वहां पे दैट इज वॉट कल्चर इज कि लोग बोलते हैं भाई ये महीने में इतनी शादियां इतनी जगह जाना है इट्स अ काइंड ऑफ सोशल गेट टुगेदर फॉर देम ओ बिकॉज़ नथिंग मच इज हैपनिंग दे आर जस्ट नथिंग मच इज दे आर ओके विद ओके या इट्स अ चाइल्ड मैरिज फॉर देम इट डजंट मैटर इफ इट इज बेबी और अ 10 ईयर ओल्ड किड असलांग इज इट्स अ वेडिंग दे गेट फूड ड्रिंक्स इट्स अ पार्टी ओके आई टेक योर आई आई एम टेलिंग दैट योर baby girl would be my wife and i am okay with that okay let's do marriage so in most of the places even the girls are, are taking education at least uh, till 10th so yeah that is the age what i personally think uh, mm-hmm. uh, the girls are being uh, sent to their mm-hmm. lodge house mm-hmm. so yeah 16 to 18 is a i guess is a right age what they according to them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that that's and even, by, by, even by far Yeah, go ahead. Even if they wanted to continue their education, they have to go to their in-laws' house. Mm-hmm. If they, uh, if their in-laws are giving the permission to her, then oh. she can continue studying over there. Okay, okay. So everything, everything gets decided. But the asset transfer ha- happens, right? Mm-hmm. Asset transfer happens when the merger ha- is there mm-hmm. between the two companies. Mm-hmm. That, so that is, is by the- far the most horrible thing I have heard. Uh, but i i can't believe this is still happening I, i are you saying this practice is still there in rajasthan it happened with me also my wife was like a bsc graduate and she was in second year when i was told that go and get a look of that lady uh, we want you to get married to her so i was like i am i'm not even having a job right now i am i am a freelancer after mba no job <laughs> i was roaming here in delhi mumbai uh-huh. so then also there was a pressure from my family uh-huh. and uh, i was not having a job in my hand how, i got how, engaged how, how 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 old were you when you got engaged i was around 25 at that time okay you are not a child at 25 how yeah, how, how old was your wife when she got engaged to she you she was uh, no no after mba i was like 22 plus 23 uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes, I was twenty-five. She was twenty-one in the second year of our college. Okay, uh, at least legal age. You know. Yes, you know, legal age. Your your marriage is uh, not illegal in uh, any not sense. Not illegal, but uh, yeah, yeah. But, you I'm know, talking kids, about the two, three-year-old children being married and the kids being married. Uh, that is no, no, no. Horrible. It's not like that. But uh, mm-hmm. then also, my parents were telling that now your age is somewhere that you won't get a good girl if you don't get uh, an engagement in this age. so mm-hmm. i got engaged 
uh then after engagement when i got the job before mm-hmm. engagement before my job also they uh, my wife parents were ready to give uh, their girl to me because ki he is a single son for his parents they have their house he is mm-hmm. well pretty educated isko to job mil hi jayega so he they were playing a kind of a satta you say uh in the market like uh, okay so this is a kind of a company share laga denge to bad jayenge kyunki you who knows ki kal ko ye company infosys ban jayegi ya kya ban jayegi Because most of the guys, what you see over there, I to I'm telling you, या तो फौज में जाते हैं या टीचर बनते हैं तो कोई तीसरा कुछ नया फैंसी दिख रहा है इंजीनियरिंग एम बी किया हुआ तो कर दो यार अच्छा ही होगा इसका मैं बता रहा हूँ इसका बुरा नहीं हो सकता सो दैट इज हाउ इट इज एंड वंस आई गॉट मैरिड so so uh, you are saying uh, you know just digressing from their interesting point you mentioned uh, you know the teacher job and the defense job besides that there aren't many opportunities in rajasthan yeah they, then they, there is an opportunity to work at, at the place of marwadis right <laughs> that is the third job over there okay basically work in their business establishments yeah and you once you work started working you were a slave and mm-hmm. by the time you are a retiring you will remain a slave So better to go in defense. Marward will get the money from the house. What will you get from the house? What will you get from the house? So uh, people who are born and raised in Rajasthan, if they uh, have to get a decent college education, they have to go to Jaipur or they basically have to leave the state, get some education and probably find a job somewhere else, but definitely not inside Rajasthan. Yeah, so Jaipur used to be... Is, is, my, is my assumption correct? 100% correct. Mm-hmm. and we we are in 2022 discussing this state of one of the largest states by square kilometer i presume it is the largest state yeah okay <laughs> uh, so that assumption is also right uh, and still we are in this state and uh, you know on on the child marriage part i would recommend try looking up uh, parashara smriti uh, of the existing smritis parashara smriti is one of the sanskrit literatures horribly inhuman things uh, written there har kisi ka sthiti darshayi gayi hai bahut gandi gandi baatein hain usme usme aap pad lijiye usme likha hai ki 12 saal se pehle ladki ki shaadi kar deni chahiye aur jo agar nahi hua to jo dand milega wo main bolna nahi chahta hu there are so many uh, such no. literature Uh, which is where the story began that that's my point you know no no you go to rajasthan and ask do you know what parashara smriti is are you getting your child married because of parashara smriti they won't know this is how the society got such acts normalized over time they they could yeah. have any reason today but uh, you know the the starting point for that is all jo bhi dharm ke naam pe jo bhi dhanda chalu hai kafi saalo se it is a consequence of that and uh, but, but but you know uh, uh, you know uh, come coming back to you know caste being utilized you know we are, we are reaching towards the end of our conversation uh, mm-hmm. now uh, if you are born into what would be called as one of the lower classes in rajasthan uh, you know would would there be a scenario where you have an equal opportunity and you can also succeed is that even possible in rajasthan see i am telling you the the definition of success differs from person to person region to region mm-hmm. so, Now, so you... in this case what i am defining is access to uh, never mind high class normal education school college and a job okay so i would uh, answer this question how does it matter to me if i don't uh, get an education in a big uh, mio college or uh, the Ra- rajputanas over there If, even though if i am was getting an education in a government uh, school that is fine to me because badeo ke kachra hi bikna hai na mujhe that is my destiny so i am okay with that mere ko badeo ke kachra hi bikna hai so okay so so you are saying because of caste identities people would never get opportunity in across all the working areas or industries and so irrespective of how much they get educated they are secluded to a certain jobs and so they have stopped caring about education इसमें ये जो सफाई कर्मचारी है कभी कोई राजपूत ये काम करने जाता है 
कभी कोई ब्राह्मण ये काम करने जाता है नो बढ़िया मारवारी नो अगर उन उनमें कोई गरीब नहीं होता क्या उनमें गरीब होते हैं बट उनको कहीं ना कहीं से फिट करके जॉब दे देते हैं ना वो लोग तो मतलब जितनी भी गरीबी हो तो ये अपर क्लास के लोग कभी ये सफाई कर्मचारी के जॉब के लिए नहीं जाएंगे नेवर नेवर क्योंकि which is a fourth class position mm-hmm. but then they uh, in the government job uh, because there is a scarcity of government job right now mm-hmm. so what these elites are doing ki they are leasing their jobs to third party ki kisi choti caste ke bacche ko bitha denge wahan pe thekedari ha thekedari 5000 rupees de denge so by the time they are doing some side business mm-hmm. so they are pretty smart and i am telling you mm-hmm. even after 50 years down the line this would remain Mm-hmm. yeah uh, okay exactly my, my final question for for this conversation is uh, has anyone ever attempted to solve this caste and religious divide issue in rajasthan has anyone ever attempted has anyone ever attempted no ne- never never, mind, never let's go to the why later but ha- have you known or heard of anyone who has tried to solve this i have not seen this uh, that uh, stereotypes getting broken ever in uh, okay as per my understanding okay yeah. okay no one has ever tried it now given the current circumstances let's say someone in rajasthan uh, uh, you know uh, decides to do that and makes an attempt what do you think will be the consequence the consequence would be very similar what happened with chandrashekhar ravan in up mm-hmm. no one would support he would be the only good person mm-hmm. who was coming with a good agenda mm-hmm. but he wasn't been supported even by the backward uh, supporting parties right mm-hmm. so because they know that this agenda is good and in the future we need to give him an equal opportunity mm-hmm. so why should we support this agenda even though we are losing maybe we can win in the next election but mm-hmm. if this guy would be coming and uh, we would be sharing some seats with him mm-hmm. we maybe in the uh, long run we have to work under him so mm-hmm. yeah why so so, so it's like uh, it doesn't matter if i get it or not he should not get it that mentality Obviously, uh-huh. i i don't know whether you have seen that three idiots movie or not uh, mm-hmm. there is a saying over there ki जब अपना दोस्त फेल होता है तो बहुत बुरा लगता है और जब अपना दोस्त क्लास में टॉप कर लेता है तो सबसे ज्यादा बुरा लगता है दिक्कत क्या है उनको प्रॉब्लम क्या है कोई किसी को, है कभी कोई कि ये नहीं सोचेगा कि हमारे राज्य में हर बच्चे को पढ़ने लिखने का मौका मिले हर किसी को शिक्षा शिक्षा मिले कि वो पढ़ लिख के आगे हमारे यहाँ पर ऐसा ऐसा कभी कोई सोचा है इवन माय कजिन टेलिंग मी जो ज्यादा पढ़े लिखे रहते हैं ना पागल हो जाते हैं साले अलग बात करते हैं ये लोग कम्युनिटी से हट के बात करते हैं इनका दिमाग खराब हो जाता है तो ज्यादा पढ़ाई लिखाई करना इज नॉट गुड फॉर हेल्थ आई एम टेलिंग दीज आर स्टेटमेंट माई अंकल रियल अंकल माई मॉम्स ब्रदर्स सन आर टेलिंग टू मी की ज्यादा पढ़ने से हेल्थ पे इम्पैक्ट आता है डोंट स्टडी मच Mm-hmm. and uh, they are earning around uh, 60 70000 bucks uh, by frying doing chicken fry and selling over there and uh, people are having it mm-hmm. and again it's a kind of a stereotype no brahman would be selling the chicken over there so okay, this so, okay there their brahmans are vegetarian yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so okay. yeah so they know the market pretty well ki hum yahan bhai hum chicken banayenge hamare koi bechna mm-hmm. hai to acha paisa aana hai to padhai karke hoga kya so that is what he is telling he has four sons बैक टू बैक बच्चे किए उसने और बोलता है कि चाइना स्टाइल में काम कराना है सबको काम पे लगा दूंगा बाद में पढ़ाई करा कि क्या फायदा हो रहा है जितना तुम पैसा कमाते होता तो मैं वैसे ही कमा लेता हूँ बट बट दे हैव अ बिजनेस टू फॉल बैक ऑन इन दैट केस द फैमिली कैन डिसाइड Uh, not to get educated because uh, right. they, they have it the business like but all it the just... families do not have a business to uh, no, it, fall back on uh, he used to work as a labor he uh-huh. is a school dropout uh, at the at the class of 3 mm-hmm. then also he has made himself so agile that mm-hmm. he learned everything and that is how he was able to sustain in the market and he has three homes right now 
of his own mm-hmm. four kids and he doesn't care about the future because he know my kids future are bright ke ko kapde ki dukan dala dunga ek ko chicken pe laga dunga ek ko kuch kara dunga and he know that what he really wanted to do and par har kisi ko aisa mauka nahi milta hai na to as i told you jo kachra uthane wala hai usko pata hai mere paap ne bhi utha tha mujhe bhi kachra uthana tha wo bhi khush hai apni zindagi unko kabhi ye sochne ka mauka mila ki yahan rahenge to kachra hi uthayenge chalo kahin aur chale jate hain कहीं और जाएंगे तो यहाँ से ही बुरा हो जाएगा तो अरे नहीं जाएंगे तो देखेंगे ही नहीं तो पता कैसे चलेगा कि तो वहाँ अच्छा है कि बुरा <laughs> वैसे भी यहाँ कचरा ही तो उठाना है इससे बुरा और क्या हो सकता है काम में का, काम में कोई बुराई नहीं है मगर जो जातिगत भेदभाव के आधार पर जो काम उनके ऊपर ऐसे दफना देते हैं ना वो बहुत बुरा है आ, तो, अगर वहां से बच के निकलना ही तो है उनका और कोई खाने के लिए कुछ नहीं है जेब में पैसा नहीं है ट्रेन में चलने के लिए बस में चलने के लिए किराया नहीं है तो कैसे चले जाओगे आप बताओ गेटिंग कॉलेज एजुकेटेड बट हु but money is mm-hmm. the challenge right paise kaise laenge wo mm-hmm. and who would be financing them and baniya log finance karte hai na mm-hmm. to paisa pura wapas lete hain are so, re- reservation as scholarship hai to wo sab use kar sakte hai na they don't know about their rights i'm telling you that thing it, it, it is a sorry state of affairs to see that uh, you know villages do not have schools there are many such villages even in tamil nadu there are villages which do not have a proper school education but uh, i cannot uh, uh, describe scenarios like how you described uh, uh, in this i seriously hope uh, uh, someone takes this up at some point eventually the solution has to come there uh you know from tamil nadu we, we were just lucky that we have had some amazing leaders uh, yeah. 30 40 years back and uh, they did a whole lot of political magic and that is why i am sitting here and talking to you in english uh, but uh, you know uh, i am wearing a dress i am wearing slippers i am educated and uh, uh, you know that is because uh, of you know credits to all those uh, leaders uh, who had a sense of responsibility and they executed their responsibility as best as they can and that is how we progressed but for some reason seven decades after independence there are states in this country uh, you know one uh, being rajasthan where uh, uh, you know people have just accepted this sorry state of affairs as part of their lifestyles uh, now you know just you know i know i have said that, that would be the last question just one last question this caste and religious divide being propagated through this uh, political propaganda uh, you know do, do you see this uh, Uh, uh taking the country to a state where it might result in violence i don't think so because as i told you earlier uh, being a country in north india doesn't mean that uh, every single state uh, are similar mm-hmm. so we have our own issues we have our own problems mm-hmm. so even though like uh, what i would say that uh, the focus area wasn't that great uh, over rajasthan because of the less seats what we bring to the center compared to up bihar or west bengal or to you mm-hmm. jharkhand right mm-hmm. so that is the reason uh, we have not seen that much of development happening over there and uh, we haven't seen any revol- good revolution being coming over there if you talk about the punjab which is uh, very near to us you can see people all the way as a defense minister in canada and uh, they are in good positions and government jobs in uk and they are a part of a parliament in australia so that type of revolution has happened in north but uh, it's a very bad or uh, situation or a sad situation for us to be honest i have around 8 uh, uh, to 9 years of experience post my uh, graduation and post graduation mm-hmm. 
बट मेरे को आज भी ये नहीं पता कि इमिग्रेशन डिपार्टमेंट में कनाडा ऑस्ट्रेलिया में कैसे अप्लाई करते लाइक व्हाट पंजाबी मे बी वॉट लाइक तमिल कि फॉरेन से कैसे डिग्रीज हासिल करते हैं बिकॉज दैट इज नॉट अ कल्चर ओवर देर मैं तो यहाँ तक भी आ गया तो मेरे लिए बहुत बड़ी बात है कि मैं यहाँ पे भी आके काम कर पा रहा हूँ आई एम वर्किंग इन अ वेरी गुड सिटी इन ऑफ द साउथ एंड आई थिंक मैं यहाँ भी आ गया तो मेरे लिए इट्स अ काइंड ऑफ एन अचीवमेंट बिकॉज टू बी ऑनेस्ट इट्स टेक अ लॉट ऑफ टाइम टू लर्न हाउ टू राइट बट इफ यू लर्न नो हाउ टू राइट How then it would be easy for you to put down the gears and to teach us people. So, हम लोग के अभी भी we are still on the zero gear. We don't know that even a two wheeler is there. We are okay like पहले पैदल ही चलते थे. आज भी पैदल चलना है. कल भी पैदल चलना है. But we we compare ourselves to Punjab or to southern states. Guys are doing amazing work in different countries also. Not only in government or in the jobs over there. They are been a part of the ministries in foreign countries. प्रोग्रेस is having the potential to earn as much as revenue what maharashtra is earning because maharashtra mm-hmm. is the highest gdp producer mm-hmm. states in india because mm-hmm. the guys are so good at their work mm-hmm. but it's because of the lack of education and because of mm-hmm. this cultural differences mm-hmm. uh, religion biasness mm-hmm. the uh, state is not exactly where uh, it has to be right